This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. This is our first time getting together after the new year and we are glad to have you join us today. So in this show, we're going to be discussing how Social Security impacts your retirement. And I can just tell you, anyone who's been listening up, I'm getting a lot of calls from people that are really having a lot of questions and sitting down and wanting to know about how Social Security really is going to impact that retirement because it can really, uh, it's, it's specific to your specific lifestyle. So I'm, I'm glad to put that education out there. Sure. Uh, that sounds like a great topic for today's show, Tara. Uh, it is good to be with you again. Thanks for having me on the show. I haven't talked to you in a few days. Uh, I assume uh, 2016 is going well for you so far. You know, it really is. I am you know, the motto for my business is plan for your dreams, and I'm in the middle of living one of mine, which is to pursue competitive dressage. And so I'm taking a few months here in Florida to work one-on-one with a trainer, and I'm able to set up and work my business. You know, the internet is a wonderful thing because we can use Skype and Makogo and, and still have our client meetings and take care of that business. But in the meanwhile, in the day, I get to train with my horses. So it's kind of like a win-win for me. Well, that is excellent. I, I, I envy you uh, <laughs> spending your time in beautiful, sunny Florida and uh, being able to uh, work on that and be around horses. That's got to be a lot of fun for you. Well, it is. And it, and it just it really, uh, on a personal level and for my business that hits home, is this is what I want to help everybody do because everyone has their own dream that they want to live mm-hmm. and they're all different. But I really enjoy being able to sit down and say, you know what? In my life, I've had to learn how to, to organize it and construct it such that I can do what I want to do, and, and that's what I really like helping my clients do. It's just it's it's just such a fun thing when you can enjoy your life, not just work all the time. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, have a peace of mind knowing you can enjoy your life uh, because you have a plan in place to take care of, you know, that monthly income in retirement, and that's what we all worry about is that steady paycheck in retirement once we stop working and. I know that's what you help your clients do and achieve, and that's what we try to help our listeners with here on the show. So, Tara, I'm glad you're able to do the show from out there. Uh, This is kind of nice, and, um, you know, a remote location. You might not be as crystal clear as you are uh, in Colorado, but, uh, you know, uh, I think it sounds great, and I'm glad you're taking the time to do the show today. Well, it's it's fun because I like to put the education out there, and and I, I'm really enjoying the show, Tony. You're a lot of fun. I enjoy, always jo- enjoy our time together. Yeah, it is fun. And, and today, our subject, uh, and we've touched on this before, listeners might be like, oh, we've heard this before. Uh, but really, we're talking about your retirement and planning for it. And obviously, the foundation, Terry, uh, you've told us over and over again uh, that the foundation of any solid retirement income plan is Social Security. So, uh, 
Social Security is a big part of it, isn't it? Well, it is. And, you know, I just like to take a minute, Tony, just to review with everybody, because I think everyone forgets, you know, how did we develop Social Security in this country to begin with? And, you know, it started way back in 1935. It was President Franklin Delano Roosevelt that actually signed the initial Social Security Act. And it was created out of necessity because our country was coming out of the Great Depression and we had a lot of aging Americans that were struggling. And so that really was the basis for Social Security. And so the, the basic model has been followed ever since. And, you know, we're always hearing about it in the news. And, you know, people are really worried with the baby boomers coming along and saying, well, is Social Security even going to be available for me? So it's really important to understand the education and how it's evolved. And we've even had some changes at the beginning of this year with Social Security options. Yeah, that's right. Uh, last year they passed that. Uh, 2015 Bipartisan Budget Act or Budget Bill, uh, and that that wreaked some havoc. I know they're trying to shore up Social Security, but they did it by cutting uh, billions of dollars in uh, strategies that you could use to get more money from Social Security. And I think that a lot of people out there were relying on that as part of their retirement budget, weren't they? Well, it was definitely a really nice option for, uh, especially for couples to be able to maximize what they had contributed to Social Security. So there's still um, actions that we can take, but they have definitely shifted a little bit. And you know, it was really interesting. I had a specific call the other day from a client that said, you know, my wife wanted to make an appointment with you, but I'm not really sure why we need to make an appointment. He said, we're, we're several years out from Social Security and and I just don't know why it even matters. And I told him, I said, well, because your wife is a smart, very smart woman and she understands that planning ahead is better. And he said, promise me you won't tell her that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just because Social Security is um, an immense part. It's the foundation for everyone's retirement, you know, no matter where your income level is, because it's fairly well guaranteed. And I know there's a lot of discussion about, is it going to be available? Is it going to go away? It is today, and no one has a crystal ball for the future. So we want to plan with real information that we have today and look at it to make sure that you're maximizing it. You know, some people think, well, I have to start when I'm 62, maybe. And some people say, well, I'm going to wait till I'm 70. Well, maybe, but uh, it's there's such a range and everyone is unique. I have yet to meet the average American. <laughs> That's funny. You've said that before. I love that line. You've yet to meet the average American. That's uh, that's good, but it really, it really does ring true. And you're talking about the importance of Social Security and understanding it. And you really are knowledgeable on this subject. I do want to point out for our listeners uh, that even though, uh, Dara, because you do come across as an expert, which you are on this topic, but you're not affiliated with the Social Security Administration or the government. Uh, we just want to let our listeners know right now, uh, but you can provide advice and financial advice as to how it might help their overall retirement income plan. Uh, there are a lot of different filing methods and you have software that can tell them when the best time would be for them to file to collect the most money. And it's not just about Oh, you collect at your full retirement age or collect at 70. 
There's more to it than that, isn't there? There really is. And what I find, what I like to do, just like you said, is I obviously don't work for Social Security, but what I like to do is arm people with the knowledge so they go and sit down and ask intelligent questions. And I can tell you, Tony, we're always right on track. And what I love is that if there is any kind of a discrepancy between our conversation and what they're told, then that raises the flag and we investigate and say, let's figure, let's get to the bottom of this. And that way I've helped people really... Um, make sure they've maximized just because they were educated enough to ask good questions. Yeah, and I think that's that's really good. Now, uh, the first step is to figure out what you're going to need in retirement. And we've talked about this on the show before, but everybody everybody has a number, but it, it it's different from person to person or couple to couple uh, on what they'll need in retirement. Uh, but Social Security can't uh, provide everything that someone's going to need, can it? Uh, no, most people it's not. And I like that you bring that up because you said everyone has a different number. But I guarantee you, Tony, I have yet to sit down with a client that knows what that number is. <laughs> and, and I'm <laughs> well, guilty I of that myself. I don't, know, I don't know what mine is. I need to, my wife and I need to sit down with you. We're getting to that point where we... Like the other couple you said called it, we need to plan ahead. Well, and that's the first thing you have to do is you you have to kind of sit down and and work through. And I do this with people. It's almost one of the first things we do is figure out what is that number? Do you need, I don't know, $3,000 a month, $8,000 a month. You know, I I don't know what that is. And to tell you the truth, most people don't know. But we figure that out first. Then we look at what Social Security is going to provide and start to see, you know, what kind of income gap is there going to be? Because, I mean, Social Security is nice, but I don't care who you are. It's not going to be enough to live on and still maintain a lifestyle that you've, you've had throughout your working sure. years. Sure. You threw out there as an example $3,000 a month. I'm thinking to myself, I eat more than that a month in pizza. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> I don't. That's impossible. Uh, but I <laughs> your wife dream wouldn't of allow it. that. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. Yeah, the pizza intake's already too much. So, uh, but that, uh, but you make a great point. I love how you say that you've yet to have somebody come to you who actually knew what their number was. And uh, figuring out that number, though, that's what we need you for. You can you can help people see how to figure that out, can't you? Yeah, because it's a combination of, uh, it's art and science, because there's there's the math, but then there's also um, kind of the discussion. I think a lot of people live with this vague notion in the back of their head that when they retire, they're gonna, their income needs are going to go down, so they won't need as much money. And I can just really tell you that it's almost the opposite, because once you retire, most people are healthy when they retire, and now they have free time. And they start attacking those to-do lists or maybe doing some of that travel. And actually, they probably almost start spending more money because they have time. Yeah, well, yeah. And they say in retirement, every day is Saturday. And that's the day I spend the most money, Tara. So I'm going to be in trouble in retirement, aren't I? Well, no, you're going to plan and you're going to you're going to have an awesome time in retirement. There you go. That's right. Uh, that's the way to look at it, and that's what you need to do. Well, Tara, we have to take a quick commercial break right now. Is there anything you'd like to add before we do? Well, I can just tell you that preparing for retirement, whether it's understanding your Social Security benefits or just trying to learn about the different mistakes to avoid, sooner is always better. But anyone who's listening to the show right now can visit my website, www.taraeasanelizabethnolan.com. 
click on the financially tuned button and you can go to the website and download my free retirement income toolkit that's going to give you a lot of good information to help getting started or if you prefer you can just call the office 719-235-5494 and we'll help you get that retirement income toolkit because like anyone who listens to the show knows the first step is getting yourself educated it really is thanks Tara and listeners stay tuned because when we come back I've got some great questions for uh, Tara about our topic today uh, retirement income planning and how social security can affect that but we're going to take a quick commercial break we'll be right back with that on financially tuned after this do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement retirement can be scary but it doesn't have to be With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. We have been talking today about how Social Security impacts your retirement and even better, how it can impact your retirement in a positive way. So what we've covered so far is a little bit about the fundamentals of Social Security, like the fact that it was started in 1935. We've kind of done an overview of the impact of Social Security on your retirement planning And then we're going to get into more details coming up, such as COLA and timing and those kinds of issues. Sure. Well, Tara, thanks for that great intro into our second segment. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Tara E. Nolan, and the E is definitely for exceptional. We all know that. (laughs) So Tara, you are exceptional and uh, you're our financial expert here. To continue on today with our topic, how does inflation and the cost of living adjustment or COLA How does that affect Social Security? I would imagine if inflation affects uh, how far those dollars can go, right? Well, you know, the estimate right now is always as a planning factor is that inflation is going to be 2 to 3% a year. And it's always interesting when you go and look at the uh, consumer index and, and they say, well, there's been no inflation. And I'm like, well, I'm certainly paying more for my gallon of milk. But um, the cost of living adjustment is also something that Uh, the Social Security Administration factors in so that as supposedly as the cost of living has grown they're going to make small adjustments to the amount of your Social Security and so anyone who's been taking Social Security for 10 years has had periodically some small adjustments as they go and you might be familiar but it's called the consumer price index and so uh, according to the Social Security administration, the consumer price index is actually determined by the Bureau of Labor Statistics in the Department of Labor. Boy, that's a mouthful. And so by law, it's the official measure used by the Social Security Administration to calculate the adjustment. <laughs> but, it, but it is somewhat laughable, right? I mean, we can be honest here, uh, Tara, with the fact that, uh, like you said, there wasn't a cost of living adjustment or COLA for Social Security last year. Uh, yet we know that cars, clothing, uh, medication, healthcare, groceries, all went up at least three percent last year, if not more. I mean, the only thing going down right now is probably the the price of gas and oil, but otherwise everything's increasing every year. 
uh, the cost of cable television, uh, everything keeps going up, it seems, uh, especially healthcare and groceries. So um, that really doesn't uh, cut the mustard, does it? And, and also, um, it's funny, they don't, they don't even calculate in uh, groceries and gas and things like that when they figure out the, the cola, do they? No, because the, then it would just be an, an untenable number is what I think. It's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think you have, to, you have to look at it, you know, the, are you a glass half empty or a glass half full kind of person? Well, and that's so I true. Think you need to look at cola as a bonus. <laughs> if you look at it as something you expect, then you're going to be disappointed often. Yeah, I, that's a great point. That's a good way to put it. That's Tara. That's another reason why you're exceptional and extraordinary is because the uh, of your positivity. I shouldn't have gone negative, but I always laugh when they say, "Oh, the cost of living hasn't gone up." Right. I don't know how they could ever <laughs> say that with with a straight face. It's that pizza problem uh, because they haven't. Yeah, uh, they haven't. They haven't obviously gotten braces on their kids recently, or had any healthcare bills or exactly. grocery bills to pay because those things. It seems like they. It seems like they go up at least twenty five percent a year. So I guess that's why they can't calculate them in there. <laughs> now, how do you help your clients though deal with inflation and cola? Well, this is where we have to use a little planning because if you're just trying to rely on your social security to begin with. And then you're also relying on the government to tell you, here's how much we think your cost of living has gone up. Then that would create a lifestyle where you're just in a little box. And, you know, I don't like to do that for people. So what we have to do is say, okay, here's your baseline that you're going to have. Let's look at all of your resources, your IRAs, your 401ks, and all of those different assets and organize them in a way that we've built in a buffer or a cushion. Because what happens if your cost of living goes up? but maybe the cola didn't go up, you know, and, and odds of that happening in a given year are pretty high. So we want to make sure that we are proactive and build in that buffer so that you're not caught in that pinch. Sure. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, what about taxes? I think a lot of our listeners out there, Tara, and you can probably back me up on this, a lot of folks don't realize that Social Security is taxable. Right. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's it's part of your income, so it's it's kind of interesting that you've paid into Social Security and then you're going to have to pay taxes on that income. But yeah, I mean, that's actually the way that works, and obviously, that's one of the reasons we would definitely want to look at if you take your Social Security early, then you can have potentially more of your money at risk to taxes. But then that's also one of the big things is we want to look at all of your assets in aggregate and say. How much of your money can we put into a tax-free category? Because then you don't care what happens with taxes. Is once your money is in that bubble of tax-free, then you have that buffer. That's um, so it doesn't matter what Congress does with taxes. But yeah, there. I mean, in, Social Security is income, and it's going to be taxed. Yeah, and I know that there are different numbers and things, and we we don't need to get into all that. But uh, just know that there are limits that you can make, like you mentioned taking early benefits or taking them between 62 and your full retirement age. If you take them at 62, which a lot of people do for some reason, um, then you're really going to be subject to those taxes because what if you have to go back to work or what if you want to work during that time or and are able to work and you think, oh, I want to work, I want to keep busy. Uh, but then you really have to watch your income or you'll be taxed, you'll get really hit and you get penalized, right? Well, yeah, I've actually had a couple clients that fall into that catch-22 where they are adamant, I am retiring and I'm taking my Social Security. And then after they've had a break for about six months, they go, okay, I feel refreshed. I'm going back to work. And I'm like, D okay, if, if you 
work and you've got your social security started, there's limits. And so around $14,000 it adjusts every year. But if you make more money than that, then your, uh, your social security is gonna be withheld. So basically you're gonna be working for free. So these are the kind of things that we really wanna talk about when we're planning for retirement and what you're gonna do and how you're gonna get it done because uh, you don't want to work for free. I mean, working is, is no, it's no, great if you have a job not. you love, but then it's volunteer work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then it's volunteer work and you can do that anywhere. So, uh, well, one last thing before we, we have to take another break coming up here, but we haven't really touched on it. I think we've covered it a lot before, and I think it's easy to tag on here regarding taxes, and that is it really does make a difference when you file for Social Security. A lot of people may not realize how big of a financial impact that can have, right? Oh, absolutely. Because when you file early at 62, and I just, I have a lot of people that feel like they need to file sooner because they're worried Social Security is going to run out. And, you know, none of us have a crystal ball, but I think that's probably not going to happen. But when you start early, they're gonna keep it going. you have a reduction it's almost going to be 30% less than you would have if you waited to your full retirement age, which is going to be somewhere between 66 and 67. So if you're getting into it knowledgeably, that's one thing. But if you're, if you're just doing it out of fear, then I'd like to sit down and have that conversation because you don't want to reduce your lifetime income because you're worried that the Social Security is going to run out. I mean, obviously you can do whatever you want, but when you start to look at the numbers, it's definitely better to wait to your full retirement age if you can. And again, obviously, every person's life situation is different, but sure. you just don't want to jump in because, you know, your friend down the road said, oh, Social Security is going to blow up or you need to get while the getting's good or you can always do that. But I wouldn't have that be my number one reason to make that decision. Yeah, I mean, they just recently uh, shorted up to make it last longer. And then eventually they'll raise the full retirement age for the younger generations coming up, which, you know, won't affect anyone listening to the radio right now or us, but it'll affect our kids possibly. They might have a higher, uh, you know, they'll probably have a higher full retirement age and, and they might bump up the, the minimum age from 62. So, you know, these things could happen, but as far as people that are thinking about it right now or anywhere near it, um, Social Security is going to be around. Uh, the government, uh, they've, ch they've made uh, over a hundred times since it started, they've made changes to shore it up and, and keep it going, like raise the full retirement age. And so they're just going to keep doing things like that, things like the Bipartisan Budget Act, where they take away one of the strategies that helped uh, couples get more. Uh, you know, I think that these things happen and they're just going to keep happening. But you're right. If you're not, if you're doing it just because somebody else did it that way or because you think Social Security is going away, um, you might want to sit down and, and look at the facts and, and the strategies, right? Absolutely. I mean, because in the end, it's going to be, it's your money, it's your, your decision. But I sure like to see people make it with the most facts that they have available at the time. Because when you let fear drive your decisions, you tend to make uh, less optimal decisions, I'll say. Right. And, and in the last segment, we talked about, uh, Tara, about how waiting to file for your benefits can be beneficial, uh, but that's not always the best solution. You were kind of hinting at that when we ended the last segment, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, there's this is where you really want to get into it, Tony, because I find uh, every couple's different. Some people are perhaps widowed or divorced. Some people 
have a large age difference in their marriage. Some people, maybe um, both the husband and the wife both worked their whole careers and so they have a different strategy and then some people had a more traditional stay-at-home mom or maybe stay-at-home dad so there's all these different family dynamics that can be happening so it's not just as simple as start as soon as you can right exactly and you want to make sure and health plays an important part of it too if you're you know if you have some type of illness obviously or you don't have longevity in your family uh, maybe you do want to take it sooner rather than later. Uh, it's not always the best solution isn't the same for everybody is the bottom line, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and that's a, that's a great question. That's one of the things I always ask people because if you go down to the Social Security office, they're not allowed to give advice. They're just going to ask you, you know, you, do you hate your job or, you know, are you healthy or um, those kinds of things. But they're not going to ask you, you. Like I have one client where both of their family histories live 96 is young to die. So for them, taking Social Security, waiting till 70 is going to make more sense because they're going to live another 25 years at least. So you just, you have to look at the individual client and the individual family to kind of get a, a good read on what might be the best decision. Sure. And, you know, finances play a part. So you have to look at that big picture and that and that's what you do. Now, let's say we have somebody out there listening right now, uh, Tara, that has already filed for Social Security, but they're hearing us talk about this and they might be thinking, hey, you know, I've already filed, but I wish I would have waited, maybe let it build up. Uh, is there a way they can undo it and file again later? Well, you know, that's good, a really good question. It's the simple answer is going to be no. <laughs> but of course, there's always, there is a way and it's usually within the first 12 months that you've started. You actually can go down to Social Security office and say, I'd like to change my option. And one of the things that you can do is pay back the amount that you've received to that point. And an example might be if you came into an unexpected inheritance or something and you say, oh, I want to delay my Social Security because I don't, turns out I'm not going to need it. Um, there's also some other options that you might be able to, to defer your benefit and refile later. So there's some definitely some options that if you did start taking Social Security and your life situation changed, we definitely want to look at it because it may be well worth the time to fight that bureaucracy and, and get it changed and and recoup a larger amount later on. Well, that that's great advice, and, and I appreciate that, Tara. I know our listeners did as well. Uh, and this has been a great show, but we're out of time for today. It just flew by. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we have to go? Well, I just would encourage anyone who's got a little time in their hands, you can just go to the Social Security website and kind of surf around, but there are some other benefits. There's a retired worker benefit, there's spousal benefits, there's survivor benefits. So there's just a lot of different situations that I can't cover in the show. So if you have time on your hands, you can surf around, or that's why I always encourage people to make an appointment so we can sit down and, and discuss, because you know sometimes you don't know what you don't know. But um, you know, great, great to talk to everyone today about Social Security. And if you don't mind, Tony, I was going to share my website and phone number so people can get a hold of the complimentary retirement income toolkit. Yeah, I think that would be great. Go for it. So the website is www.taraenolan.com. Make sure you click on the financially tuned button, or you can just give the office a call. Some folks prefer that. 719-235-5494. And if you had any questions or comments about the show, please call because I'm happy to help. All right. Well, that concludes our time for today's Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan and myself, 
your co-host, Tony Shore. My amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 